0: I felt what is clearly imposter syndrome because I kept thinking they'd made a mistake. Wow. I didn't think I could be good enough to go to Oxford, this institution that had been so glorified, you know, wow. in my family. And it took me a long time to come into my. Um, into my stride as an academic and as somebody who is intellectual and loves learning and actually the turning point was when I started studying African politics mm. and I had a Nigerian professor who I will never forget and sadly he died recently Ralphu Mustafa who was an incredible scholar who taught me um, the history of decolonization mm. pan-Africanism and I learned about the independence movements in Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, Verd, Guinea and it really helped me connect with my own heritage. I think it, it it helped me become the person that I am, but Oxford in particular needs to do a lot better on admitting black British students. A lot of their diversity statistics actually relate to black students who come from other countries, which is obviously mm. important, but it's it raises a question as to why black British people are not getting into Oxford. There are so many black British students who are excelling and they're not being recognised. Because of a class system that I'm also critical of, you know, if you if you get into Oxford, it unlocks other doors, and I think that if you're excluded from that, then you it means that a whole generations being excluded from other opportunities. Right. Um, so I think that it's healthy to question that whole. You can definitely structure. tell from your book that you love that sort of
1: research, and you love that kind of uncovering things that you know the, the mainstream doesn't talk about um i uncovered
0: some incredible history that relates yeah. to my personal family that was on my doorstep that was completely invisible because i think yeah. i grew up like you with british and african stories and i thought those stories were completely disconnected i discovered that Actually, the history of Britain, the history of Africa, is not tangential. It's not a sidebar. Right. You cannot understand Britain if you don't understand Africa. We couldn't have industrialized if it weren't for right. the slave trade and the other trade from the African continent. We couldn't have become a global power were it not for the empire, which drew fundamentally on the resources from Africa, we couldn't have won two world wars had it not been for the empire. Right. And you know, my own story was personally affected by these huge shifts and they were, they were literally all around me. And I really enjoyed uncovering that history. I think it set me on a lifelong path where I'll continue to do that kind of
1: yeah. work and research. Yeah, it's
0: amazing, we need it.
1: I went to Brunel University, which is a very multicultural um, university. It allowed me to really be empowered by just the global nature of people and um, how they think. And and one of the things that really helped me was meeting other Africans mm. and how they really, as you said, they don't have this sense of otherness because mm. they've always been part of a majority. And one of the things I noticed was that the, the, the kids that came to Brunel to study who grew up in Africa were so much more confident. And I think that comes from you know being raised in your home Roots. And being part of a majority. And being part of a majority, um, you know, even my sisters, you know, they 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 spent a fair amount of time um, in Nigeria growing up, and I see a confidence in them that at at my at their age I didn't have, and I think it just dates back to just that rootedness. Mm-hmm.